I want to begin. I want to begin by asking a question. How many of you participants do tonight's effort, our Sunday evening colloquium? How many of you have ever been in a beauty contest? Be honest, who? Ladies, probably you. Who has ever been in a beauty contest? People love to talk about I am fascinated by this barbaric event. I think tantamount to, and what amounts to, in essence, a version of the minstrel show. It's, it's, it, it's demeaning, it's dehumanizing, but yet there is never, ever a, an end to this. Remember when people like Andrea Dworkin and, was it, uh, oh, not McKinnon, what is her name, Andrea Dworkin, they said that women who are in, and this was in the days of pornography, of, uh, of Playboy, women who are doing this are demeaning themselves, it's terrible. Women who are demeaning, demeaning. Okay. The lines of women who would kill each other to get into Playboy at the time, it, 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 was, it, it was the most incredible thing. I said, so what are you talking about? This is demeaning the women. But why do so many women want to? Because they don't know what they're doing. I think they know what they're doing. I think they know exactly what they're doing. And a lot of times, people, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this. A lot of times, some of the loudest uh, detractors of beauty pageants were were uh, jealous. I would have loved to have been, loved to have been in a beauty pageant, but they weren't. So they hate them. It is easy to despise what you do not have. To understand this, they just, they just, oh, it's barbaric. It is absolutely barbaric. Why do women do this? There are, there is, there is an endless, an endless. Now listen, I understand there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff that involves women who are themselves, um, who have been involved in, uh, what am I trying to say? What am I, what am I, what am I trying to say? There are women who have been involved in, in situations in which they have been either compelled or um, coerced. A lot of times, either whether it's pornography and some rough stuff, whatever. But for the most part, for the most part, oh, no, 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 no. If you said, we're holding tryouts to be in Playboy. I don't know if Playboy even exists anymore, but at the time, you know and I know, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And people would come from all over the world for this. To be in Playboy in the centerfold? Are you kidding me? But it's demeaning. Shut up with the demeaning. Why are you doing this? Because I want to. But you're not going to make that much money. I don't care. I don't care. I want to do this. Now, Playboy was different to an extent, okay? What about that? Andrea Dworkin, they don't know what they're doing. I think they know what they're doing. I think they know what they're doing. I think they know exactly what they're doing. I think they know what they're doing and they think they want to be called pretty and sexy. And you know it and I know it and we can pretend all day long that it's not true. I got to tell you a true story. 
I've been telling this story, and I think it's so funny. One day, it was a Saturday, and it happened to be in a place. It was a, it was a uh, uh, little Irish bar, still here, still in the in the hood. And I'm sitting there. It was, it was kind of a slow day, and all of a sudden, these two women came in, and they looked well. They were fine, but they looked kind of rough. You know what rough is? Rough. They looked like they could have been. Like bartenders at like a bowling alley. I remember one time we, we we were at a bowling alley. We used to do this in college years ago, and they had a bar. This was like the lowest of the low. This was like a cocktail lounge in the bowling alley. You hear the you hear the sound of the pins, and none of the people, none of the people who were in the bar were bowling. They actually went to the bar. That was their bar. This was rough. And they had this one, oh my God, there was a, remember there were some old barmaids that they, they were there for a long time. And they were not there for anything but get the money, nothing. For, they, they could have been like your, your mom, or but they were tough. And they looked like they could just rip your heart out. You know, with a straight razor if they had to. They were very nice, but their names were like Madge or, you know, Flow, that kind of thing. So these two came into this, and they sat down and said, well, okay. And then the next thing you know, like two or three more came in, but this time they looked like hookers. They looked like like bad hookers, like bad. You know, bad. So the owner at the time, you know, one of these Declan types, he says, well, he's always worried about, I run a family place. I said, it's a bar in New York. What do you mean a family place? So he says, I got to do something. He says, Ladies, how how are you, you know how are yous doing? Yous, they love to use. So where would you be from, um, uh, ladies? You know, and I'm just uh, just wondering where you're from. If you don't mind telling me where you're from, ladies, in your face. Anyway, so they said, "Well, we're here. Uh, there is a there, <laughs> there's there's a there's an audition next door for something." They had, these, they had a lot of audition places here in the west side. And this was for, I don't know, some women, whatever it is. And some had like pins, like like a number. They all came in, I guess, for, they were throwing them back. But it was filled with these hardcore, like, marine moms. They looked like old enough to be, they were just tough. But they thought they looked great. And I was just fascinated they were fine. They were hurting anybody. You know, it's okay. But they were all dressed up and they got their... This was really before tattoos. This was a while back. This is before tats and all this stuff. But they thought, I look great. And they were... They looked like they could have cleared out that place. But it's the lure of pretty. I want to be called pretty. I don't care how I do it. I don't care what I got to do. There is no no title, no contest, no pageant. Too simple. It could be Miss uh, Miss Sour Cream or what. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I want it. I want this. Okay, fine. So that's the way that works. That's the way that works. 
There are things I just wonder about. Here's one for you. Let's say your face was normally, sad to say, all just it was all contorted or in a, in a weird grimace or whatever it was. Let's just say your face looked like that. And you went to a guy and he's doing caricatures. And you sit down and you pay him. Is he going to do a caricature of you? You paid him. He draws you like your ears are big or your nose or he'll, he'll distort you. But what if you look distorted to begin with? Would he really return the favor or would you come out normal? Would you come out like a stick figure? I always wanted to know that. Are you going to really do the thing? I said, draw my picture. Now draw it. Okay. Here it is. Ah, but that's what you look like. Just a thought. Just a thought. Well, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we have a big deal right here. A big deal. The Netherlands crowned its first transgender pageant queen to represent the country at Miss Universe this year. <laughs> Ricky Valeria Coley, or Cole, or Cal, K-O-L-L-E, R-I-K-K-I-E, Ricky, don't lose that number, a biological male who apparently identifies as a transgender woman, bested nine other women to become the third transgender contestant in Miss Universe's 72-year history. Did you know that? Quote, I made my community proud and showed it can be done. And yes, I am a trans woman and I would like to share my story. But I am also Ricky. And that is what counts for me. Cole wrote in a subsequent Instagram post to her over 27,000 followers. I want to thank the judges and everyone from the Miss Netherlands team for the trust. This is just the beginning. (laughs) There you go. Cole, or Cole, describes previous experience before the pageant as that of a model and actor. While Cole was a Dutch background, while uh, while Cole has a Dutch background, uh, also claims heritage from the Malaku Islands. The Glow pageant is slated for El Salvador, El Salvador, sometime after the other 37 participating countries crown their representatives. Uh, the last of which will occur in, in uh, November. Transgender contestants have been permitted to participate in the Miss Universe pageant since 2012. At that time, former President Donald Trump still owned Miss Universe and welcomed the first transgender Miss Canada. So far, a transgender contestant has yet to win the title of Miss Universe. Uh, Miss Universe has been uh, brought, uh, bought rather by Thai transgender business owner N. Jakra Juta tip. So the owner is trans. Now here is the question for you. I find this fascinating because of the various permutations that this issue provides. And it's very, very simple. Very, 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 very simple. The question is, do you think this is fair? What do you think the other female contestants feel? You lost to a trans woman or a biological man, and I don't want, please, I, I, I don't mean any harm. I don't know how to say this correctly. Let's just say trans woman, okay? Would you in any way feel like, well, or would you say, wait a minute, that's not fair. This takes another position from another woman, which is a very good point. 
Or do you say, what difference does it make? So this one is not technically a woman. This one has fake breasts, fake lips, fake teeth, fake this. And this one's got, well, you, you don't, your genitals don't show. If you can look like a woman, if you can look like a woman, and, 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 and they say, okay, what difference does it make? When you say woman, historically, before trans surgery, people said, well, it's a, it's a beauty pageant and it's women and they didn't think anything of it. They didn't think anything of it. The question is, what if the transgender man looks good or better than anybody else for that matter? Have you seen our, our newest sponsor, honey? This is Miss Dr. L Dentistry. Dr. L here. We all know that flossing can lead to gum disease. Not only does the bacteria affect the gum line, but it can get into the bloodstream, which can uh, lead to the heart. So remember to floss every day. Thank you so much. You are so, if there's one thing I'm telling you, please floss every day. You know what I do? By the way, thank you for this. And I have those little, I like these little picks. I like the double-stranded, non-waxed picks. And when I'm watching TV or something, I just have them right there in the bed, right next to me. Take all the time in the world. You don't have to sit there. Do it. Do it like clock. Do it every single day. Just like I have flax, ground flax, every single day for the past 14 years. Every single day. Without fail. So thank you. But let me go back to this. This is fascinating to me. If you're there and you say, this this is um, a transgender, what difference does it make? You don't have to prove anything. You have to show your, your... If you look like it... Let me ask you a question. Gentlemen, ladies, let's assume... Let's assume very, 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 very quickly. Let's assume that uh, oh, John McGuire couldn't get hired. Says, as contestants go, at least in this one, the individual wouldn't have a physical advantage. You know what? Might have a physical disadvantage. You're right about that, John. And by the way, thank you for that. Let's assume in a weightlifting contest, a woman weightlifting, not not. Uh, uh, Bodybuilding, but weightlifting. She shows up and she says, I'm going to be in the World's Strongest Man contest. I'm going to go up against like Kazmaier and those people. I'm going to pick up the 300 pound this and that. And if a woman says, okay, or if they, they say, go ahead and do it. And what if she does? Who cares? Seriously, they'd say, way to go. Think about it. If a woman is benching 750, squatting 1,000 pounds, you'd say, we don't care where you're from. That's fantastic. Welcome aboard. Next issue. IFBB, Mr. Olympia. Dorian Yates, Ronnie Coleman, da, 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 Lee Haney, Schwarzenegger, Colombo, Frank Zane, all the, all the biggies, all the famous. And here comes this woman. Born a woman, born a woman, And let's assume that any mastectomy or any type of surgery will not impede the... Because um, um, this is... this Remember, this is bodybuilding now. Bodybuilding. 
where there has to be symmetry and this and that. Let's assume this trans man, really, born a woman, now a man, is as good and as symmetrical and as big in proportion as anybody else and wins. So what? What difference does it make? She did it. She did it. It's a woman competing with men. We're used to men competing with women. Now, in this case, it wasn't her strength. It wasn't. Did she have a biological advantage? Probably not. Maybe she had a jawline. Maybe she had a thyroid cartilage. Maybe she... Who knows? But in this case, she won without any... Just the way she looks. What do you think the women think? What do you think they think? What do you think they think losing to a man? Or what what they will consider? See, in this case, you got to ask yourself, you know, um, unless you just... This is almost artificially... You know, normally when you say men and women, we have ladies golf, LGBT, and men PGA. And then we have ladies basketball... And we got men's basketball because of the physical prowess, physical difference in in performance and the like. This is a different story. Does that make sense to you, honey? If a woman, if if a man's gonna, a woman's gonna, what what difference does it make? I know a woman is supplanted, and she, but but she won. And you could argue whether she, they they picked her because of you know the the political benefits of this. How many people? Say, and I, and I, I know what you're gonna say. I don't care. I, and I personally think, I think pageants are the most barbaric. They're the modern-day equivalent of the minstrel show. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Horrid. They're terrible. This is Women are trying to, 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 to succeed and to, to be taken seriously, and then you've got this stupid contest that does nothing but... Come on, honey. Walk across the, walk across the stage. Jiggle that thing. Wait a minute. Am I not here to? Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talent. Yeah, yeah. Play the bassoon. That's very good. Okay, good. Now, now walk across the stage and jiggle the, shake that thing. Now put on your evening gown. And sh- and, and and walk across here and shake that thing. And we're gonna ask you a stupid question. Remember the great one, Miss South Carolina? It was the United States, America. And geography, and so forth, and so on. It was one of the best answers ever. I always thought it was ridiculous. I thought it was just barbaric. And if I had a daughter who ever said, "You know, I want to be in the beauty, the beauty pageant," okay, okay, you know, do whatever you want. And if that's what makes you happy, we're behind you hundred percent. But but you do realize this is barbaric. And by the way, let me tell you something. There is not a woman. Let me let me rephrase that. There are very few women. Who would not say, you know what? I wouldn't mind saying, by the way, I was Miss Vermont. You don't want to give the age, 1948, you know. But I I was Miss Vermont. See, people love to pretend like, oh, it doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't mean anything. You know, when people who say, you know, we, we, you don't, you don't need, you know, I don't need to win the Oscar. I don't need to win the Academy Awards. Every year when the um, Emmys come out here, we have this uh, 
you have the Emmys and you got the big thing, you know, it's the news and all that jazz and blah, blah, blah. And if you've ever been nominated and you lose, they go, damn it. Ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're right, it doesn't matter, but damn it. Well, if it doesn't matter, if it doesn't matter, why did you nominate yourself? They don't nominate you. You do it. You have to. Well, okay, yeah. And if you can come up with as many different, I knew people before who used to nominate themselves for for areas that, you know, best farm uh, uh, coverage. Farm. Yeah, they they would remember. They would say, okay, let me do a thing. Let me see. Willie Nelson has done a lot for the farms. That'll do it. Sends in the tape. I did a thing on farming. And since nobody else would be nominated, or you'd win an Emmy for farming. And you go, what? Nobody else did it. We're we're in Manhattan. We don't do a lot of farm reports. Anyway, as an example. When you are in something and you think it's stupid, doesn't really matter, and then you don't win, it drives you crazy. Then when you win, you say, yes, but it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, that's right. It doesn't matter. Well, whatever. It's the chance, you know what, just being nominated. Nobody means that. Who wouldn't want to win, for the love of God? Who wouldn't want to win? Some, you know. I remember the thing that I was the most proud. I I haven't won. You know, when you say won, got an Emmy, but you you know, we work for it. It's not like I, I just, you know, won the the raffle, you know, you you did something, it, that's good, it's different. But the only thing that ever really mattered to me, where I thought, okay, other than marrying Mrs. L, where I won that lottery, but aside from, I was in high school, I got class wit. I thought, that was an honor. My class? Jesuit High School in 1976? Oh, yeah. There's some pretty serious contenders there. Very serious. That, that, I, I was very, I was very proud of that. Exceedingly proud of that. Swear to God. Swear to God. What are you going to do? Where does this stop? Where do we stop with this? Wait a minute. Honey, this is Grumpy Mike's Garden Accessories. Grumpy Mike's. Feeling grumpy? Grumpy Mike's Garden Accessories has you covered from garden gnomes to solar mushroom lights. We even have mushrooms which are edible in stock. Grumpy Mike's, it's more than a garden. God bless you. Look how wonderful this is. Wonderful. Thank you, Grumpy Mike's. And we got you with your, uh, whatever it was. I talked to, uh, had a uh, wonderful, we had a wonderful day today. Met with a friend of mine who, very, very talented man. We had a wonderful time. And, uh, Went to this Asian fusion place, Upper West Side, very nice. And we're in this place, and they had that, you know, the Tapanaki, you know, the, the Hibachi, you know, the guys. Were, and I don't know what the hell they had, but they were singing Happy Birthday. But not only were they doing singing Happy Birthday, they heard, I had gongs and bong and, and metal, and I don't know what they were, like swords, or I don't know what the hell it was. It was like the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. So anyway, we're talking and all this stuff. And I said, by the way, and he's uh, happens to be gay. Very prominent. Very, 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 very uh, well-respected. I'm going to leave it at that. I said, how many? I said, I, I take it, you know, 
A lot of gay people. Yes. How many transgenders have you known? He said, one. I don't mean somebody who... No, no, he said, I mean a real transgender. One. One. Mrs. L has been around Hollywood... Oh, Hollywood. Well, uh, Broadway entertainment for years since... Since it's out of college. He's known this since the... When this place was rocking, since the Studio 54 days, everything you can imagine, one. Not somebody who may have dressed. Not somebody who... who, But I mean somebody who actually, not only identified, but actually one. And that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I've asked everybody, everybody. In fact, a lot of gay folks are getting very upset over the fact that the LGBTQ is thrown into it. Because the regular ignominy and the not the ignominy, but but the but the the, the shame that was at, intended to be thrown at them. I asked my friend. I said, "Cause it Westside gay everything gay." I said, "Explain the pride thing." He says, "Well, you know," he says, "it's really an antidote for shame that people feel." I said, "You know what? Okay, I'm with you." And I want you to understand something, my friend. And I'm going to say this, I'm going to repeat this, I'm going to reiterate it. I'm going to say it over and 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 over again. I am an American citizen and I believe, wait a minute, I'm going to do it right now. I believe in the Constitution. And this gives you the absolute First Amendment right to express yourself, to speak, to live, I think, to do everything. Now, it's interesting whether this gives you the right for same-sex marriage, sodomy. Why not take sodomy? Believe it or not, that's up for grabs. Bad pun. But I personally was advocating gay marriage before, I mean, before it was cool. I was in the Second Amendment rights and doing lock and load and radio before anybody, just before it was time. It's fundamentally, inexplicably American for people to be able to say, you should be able to enjoy this. What I believe doesn't really matter, but if you have to force me to believe it, I believe that gay is an alternative, an alternative, a, a different version of the, of the uh, human sexual spectrum. Left-handed, right-handed, blue eyes, brown eyes, gay, but I don't believe it is chosen. I don't believe anybody selects this. Let me see. You know, I was a Republican, but now I'm, I think I'm going to change. No, it's not like that at all. I never thought that for a moment. Just like your, your uh, uh, heterosexuality was not chosen. So I don't have any problem. Never did. doesn't matter to me. And that includes what you want to wear, how you walk, how you talk, with whom you want to live. As long as it's adults, no kids, I don't care. I don't care. Have at it. It doesn't bother me. It's just, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't even enter my, my, nothing. The Filipino community has the same effect. Great. By the way, you know what you call a Filipino contortionist? A manila folder. But anyway, so that's where I'm from. So I am the most prototypically, 
Not open-minded, but when it comes to this, don't care. Don't care. Have at it. Transgender is, in many respects, this manufactured, pretend, forced, uh, un... I don't want to say unnatural. Unnatural in terms of it's it's for because today it's cool. Now I think there's probably more transgenders than we realize. I think there was was transgenders, but 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 but, but even if even if it was, even if it is, it doesn't really matter. The question you got to ask, and I got to ask, and all these people, one of the things we have to really ask ourselves is very simply this: Do you think that all of this is being forced, forced, accelerated? coerced, uh, nudged, nudged, um, um, uh, artificially propelled and promoted. It's never about gay. Now I want to say something else. Which is, has, who has seen Sound of Freedom? Who has seen Sound of Freedom? <laughs> Simple question. We were there opening day. Opening day. Opening day. Sounds like the Yankees. Uh, opening, yeah, opening day. July 4th. Opening day. Who, who has seen it? JJ saw it. Dimitri saw it. Lizzie saw it. Oh, I, I think, I think, or maybe yes. Maybe not yet. Okay, not yet. I thought you said yes. I forget there's a lag in the question. Please see it. Please. Good. Sarah's going to go see it. I have it and paid it for it. Good for you. Good for you, Ford. Maybe I'll go see it tomorrow. Good, Liz. You go see it. I saw this afternoon. My heart is torn. Thank you, J.A. <laughs> Jadrool. Thank you. No, but you're right. It, it, it's, it's really something. Yes and yes. It's not okay. Uh, please see it. Number of reasons. Number one. The enemy my enemy is my enemy. No, the enemy, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And one of the things which is the most important thing to realize is simply this. If those bastards hate it, I love it. If Hollywood is screaming about it, I love it. If these usual suspects are screaming like a banshee, I love it. I'll go see it again, whatever I can. How can I make them yell louder? How can I... And part of this is... Sorry... If they want me, if me wearing a hat makes them yell, I'll wear a hat. I'll do whatever I can because I want to return the favor for the now years of sheer, unmitigated, uninterrupted, un, unrelenting hell I've had to go through with these people who drove driven me nuts for reasons I never did or asked for. I am sick of it. That's number one. Number two, if you want to have a movie... Go see a movie. Number three. Am I getting this straight? That there are authors? Authors? Maybe from Rolling Stone, whatever, who says, Hey, Jerry, yeah, come here and have a seat. Jerry, got an assignment for you. What is it? I want you to go review that movie, Sound of Freedom. It's about uh, efforts to rescue kids in South America, victims of... of uh, of human trafficking. I mean, I want you to trash the movie. What? You mean, mean the storyline? No. You mean the photography? No. Call it low budget. I don't think that was low budget. I saw some, you know, I, I didn't get that feeling. 
You 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 mean you want me to you you want me to do what? Oh, there she is, honey. Look at this. This is Lynn Shaw Realty, honey. Let's face it, buying a home isn't easy. That's why Lynn Shaw Realty has you covered. Use us as your home buying service to get you connected to your next home. Lynn Shaw Realty, it's more than a home. <laughs> that is so great. That is, I'm going to, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a screenshot of that so you can have that. That is that is worth it. That is so terrific. There we go. That is terrific. Um, and thank you, by the way. That's very, very kind. Very, very kind. Very, very, very kind. Now, imagine this. So let me just say this again. So you want me to go do this? Yes. And you want me to you you want me to to go? And I want you to trash it. And I want you to go after and trash the people who are trying to promote the idea that 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 human trafficking exists. And I want you to call a bunch of conspiracy theorists, blood sacrifice crazy people who wait a minute you want me to do what yes why we want you to put your name on this story so that for the rest of your career you're the one who came out and trashed not the movie not the story not the the lighting the production the direction no we want you to go after the subject matter It'd be like if I said you to see a movie about slavery and you said, oh, there are these crazy people talking about that slavery again. That would never happen. They're mocking Caviezel. They're mocking everybody as some kind of weird conspiracy, crazy, these crazy people who have this idea that, wait, wait a minute, that there is large-scale human trafficking. And by the way, it is not pedophilia. These are human traffickers. And these people tomorrow will be trafficking in shark fins and endangered species or drugs or platinum or computer. It it doesn't matter what it is. But they love that name and that's fine. Whatever, whatever, whatever works. But they're act and now, now the the rest of the world is saying, How dare you? So, so the people who wrote this are thinking like, maybe I shouldn't have written this. Can you imagine actually being so base to mock, to suggest, do you not believe that the UN, the UN says there's human trafficking, international, do you? And by the way, my only beef with that movie, very, very frankly, my beef with it, I want to talk about American human trafficking. Guatemala, Colombia stuff is one thing, but it's happening here. People always love to make it international. What about here? Oh, does it happen here? It happens here. Are you kidding me? That's the part I don't get. It's happening here. And I'm a conspiracy. You damn right it's a conspiracy. It is a conspiracy. Stop right there. Listen and listen good to me. The conspiracy, a conspiracy, is an agreement, a confederation, an understanding, a contract, a plan, conspiracy, conspire, 
from the Latin to breathe with, conspire, respire, expire, spire, respiration, air, breathe, con, with, breathe with, as in an organization, as in a confederation, an agreement. When somebody says that's a conspiracy, you mean there's an agreement? Because these idiots, conspiracy means something that's debunked, something that's hard to believe, something that's far-fetched, something that's hard to take, something that you don't want to talk about. That's a conspiracy theory. Years ago, the John Birch Society had this idea that they said they're putting fluoride in our water. Well, they were, and they are. What are you talking about? Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. No, they're putting fluoride. Now, whether it hurts you or not is a different story, but they just said it. Oh, it's a conspiracy theory again. Well, you know, the Gulf of Tonkin, oh, you don't believe that conspiracy theory. No, con- no, no. Who, who's, who's The conspiracy theory, who's conspiring? Where is the agreement? JFK, Kennedy, uh, uh, Oswald, that's a conspiracy. Now, that would be an agreement between Oswald and somebody else or whoever the dark forces were who were actually responsible for the death of, of JFK. But the word is wrong. And they get these hacks. They get these snotty, snarky, sarcastic, punks to write this stuff. They don't know what they're talking about. They just, okay, call Jerry. Jerry, can you give us some of your snotty... I can do that, yeah. And just just, just, just attack these people. It's a movie that heralds and supports rescuing children. And these bastards are mocking that. Let me say this again. They're mocking you or anybody for even... Just let, let that go. Meanwhile, these the, the level of predation around the world, what would you like me to... Do you like the FBI? Would you like CDC? Would that help you? Your favorites? How about the UN? Do you want me to go through that? The embassies? Do you, do you, do you know? Would you like to hear about the the organizations that are determined to stop. Everybody in every country, everybody is against trafficking in kids. Let me tell you something. You go to China. Now they have a they have a lot. People are asking, what about the what about the uh, the Falun Gong? What about the Uyghurs? And yeah, that's that's a good question. But if you went to China and say, hey Xi Jinping, let me ask you a question. What do you? What would you do if somebody came to your country and stole your kids, took them across the border, took them to you know, I guess Taiwan, Hong Kong, off you go to some brothel or working or whatever it is? What would you think about it? What would we think about it? Yeah, and you're evil. So I'm evil, and we catch you. Oh, you don't do that. Hey, Putin, what do you think about that? Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, Macron, oh, no, 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 no. Except in this country. In this country, you say that and people say, what? They don't even look at you. They don't even talk to you about that. They don't even bring it up. They don't, they don't talk about nothing. Nothing. I don't understand it. I don't understand this, this group. Why do these people have Biden walk around like that on a on a beach? Why? 
Whose idea was it? Hey, you look, he looks good. Joe, take off your shirt. Go, shuffle around in the bed. That's good. What is the matter with these people? I don't understand this. Now, I've got some beef, by the way, with a lot of people. This is my opinion. First of all, all of a sudden, everybody now overnight is an expert in child trafficking or human trafficking. Everybody. Experts. And for the longest time, these people wouldn't get off their fat arse to do anything about it. But now it's hip. Now you can make your points. You can make your bones on on a you on a, you know a platform. You get a lot of a lot of uh, metrics, a lot of likes, a lot of views. Throw in the word, say pedophile every five minutes, and you're in. And now we have to we're swarmed by these people. Like, who are you? What is your name? What is your name? Who are you? You're an expert. Uh huh. And then there are people who are now all of a sudden claim, they claim where they're going to go on, they're going to catch these people. You know, I saw them the other day. I saw it. Wait a minute. Hold it. And then there are people, my favorite, overnight, overnight people who are lecturing law enforcement. Who in the hell are you? Where did you come from? I'm lecturing law enforcement. I got a, a grant. Well, good for you. My, this is a big business. Overnight. Where were you years ago? Well, we were busy. Everybody could have used you. What are you doing for digital safety? What are you doing about other, about ancillary parts? What are you doing about sex workers? What are you doing regarding other forms of human trafficking? What about labor? Labor trafficking. Do you know the number of people, especially here in New York City and others? Where they come in, they grab your passport, and all of a sudden you find yourself in some, I don't know, some home in Brooklyn, and you're working, and you don't know what the hell's going on here. That's that's done all the time. All the time. Here's a good friend, Frank, says, Hello, what is a new saying today? A conspiracy theory today turns into a conspiracy fact by the next day? Or give it a few hours? Hee hee. Oh, 11-11, I thank you. Thank you for that, Frank. By the way, don't forget what uh, the the three the three uh, pieces from um, Gorvidal. Number one, he says I'm not a conspiracy theorist; I'm a conspiracy analyst. Number two, he said uh, conspiracy theory is another word for the unspoken truth. And number three, he said it has become as an article of faith to deny or to to decry whatever the conspiracy theory. We have people here in New York. And I'll take you to where they are. And you see these poor women. I don't know who they are. They're, they used to be on the West Side Highway. And they're selling little bags of fruit. Papaya stuff cut up in a bottle of water. They go walking in the traffic. And but before daylight saving, they had dark clothes. And they were all masked up. So you couldn't see either how young they were or who were they. I don't know what. And then a van would come, pick them up, and they're off. This is all over the place. And the best part about it is that these people, this is the best part. Because when it comes to human trafficking here, guess where these people end up going? Guess. Prostitution. Hey! Right here in River City. Yep. You want me to take you to go see them? We'll we'll take you to Queens. We'll drive you around. There they are. Right here. They're not in, in Columbia. They're right there. These people... 
You don't know who they are. You don't know their names. You don't know. Gee, I wonder where they're from. Let's see. Where do they come from? Hey, you don't think it has anything to do with this new movement of illegals, do you? You know, probably does. What's their name? I don't know. Do they have any information? I don't know. Do they have a passport? No. What's their name? Who are they? So guess what happens? Now they want to pass a new law that says we're going to make sex work legal. Why? To help these people out. What does that mean? It legalizes pimps. So when you go to some room and you knock on the door and there's 15 girls there and some skeevy looking guy, what are you working? We're sex workers. It's legal. Now you might have a problem with 15 girls living in a room, but it's like, I can't bust you. Hey lady, are you being held against your will? No. What do you mean against your will? It's legal. How could I be? Are you forced to work at Walmart? You know, is, are you forced to be a mechanic? It's a legal job. And what is your name, sir? I'm the administrator. I'm the uh, the uh, broker. I'm the um, you know, like a Mac Daddy, so to speak. But it's legal. You made it legal. See, you should have passed the Equality Act, which Mrs. L and others have been telling you. That would have made it legal for just the worker, but you just made it legal for the pimp. So now you're going to have Airbnbs all over the place with hookers. No, excuse me, sex workers. People, we don't know who they are. We don't even know who. And there's going to be an office with the mayor of New York working in coordination with all this. This is the most beautiful thing in the world. But don't get there yet. We're so happy at least this movie's out. But all of these these tin horn, these uh, cowboys all of a sudden who are experts, they know nothing about this. They're not lifting a finger. They don't know anything. They're disgraces. And all of a sudden, they're jumping in on this because all of a sudden, there's all, hey, we're going to meet, and we're going to, and we're going to be, we're going to be, we're going against trafficking in the pedos, until it gets to be old. And then they move on to the next thing. And then they go to the next, you know, some CPAC thing where I don't know what it'll be. They're not in for the long haul. Absolutely not. They have no idea. All of a sudden, this and God bless this movie, at least people are talking about it. But can you believe, can you believe, let, let's assume, let me ask you a question. Uh, Django, remember Django Unchained or whatever it is? Let's say I work for, I don't know, Rolling Stone or someplace. And I'm going to do a movie on Django or a movie on whatever. And I say, well, here we go again with this conspiracy theory about, ooh, how the white man, you know, uh, enslaved all these people. The numbers are inflated. This story, must we hear this again? This is part and parcel of ramming that rapper. Do you think you'd ever hear that? And you shouldn't because it's not true. They wouldn't touch slavery. That slavery. This slavery this is a conspiracy theory. Why? Because it's Caviezel, Mel Gibson, and the right, and Trump. And one more thing. I told you this before, and we got to get you got to get this through your head. The place where is the absolute ground zero of debauched, perverse. I'm saying skeevulous, like uh, cousin Dupree. I'm going to bring um, is Hollywood. 
It's been like that since the days before Mary Pickford. And Hollywood works with big tech, and big tech is the internet, and big tech is the government, and the shadow government, and they're all kind of entertainment and all, all this stuff. They want to turn you off of this. Stop saying children. Stop it. Stop it. Don't say that anymore. Don't talk about that. Why? Because that's our bread and butter. We don't we we just we do not want to have you hear that word children. Because that will make you think about children and puberty blockers and drag shows and sextortion. You know how many kids are caught? online in sextortion where they're sitting there and they're talking to somebody and your child who's right next to you has a phone that you don't have any kind of limitations on it because it's digital safety that Mrs. L's been talking about forever. But since that sounds boring, it's not as good as these these overnight tin horn, you know, instant experts. Oh, it's a different story. But anyway, um, the, uh, what time am I hearing? Oh, oh, uh, so we, we just want to turn that child thing off. Just turn that off. Puberty blockers, kids, uh, wait till you see uh, child labor next. Before you know it, remember I'm saying, look at your watch, look at the date, look at this calendar. You're going to be at a restaurant one day and you're going to say, hey, is that kid, is that kid working behind the bar? Is that kid working? Is that a kid? Yep. How'd that happen? Well, they have a right to work. Didn't you work? Yeah, this is a serving beer. Well, they're not serving it. They're just... Deli- Watch what happens. Then you're going to hear about kids, about the right to... The year, uh, the, the age to get married. To there, there are now moves around to make the, the age of marriage with parental consent 18, period. And for years they got around, the, you know, they would say things like, you know, marital, um, um, religious aspects. Children, it's open season for them. Open season. So why do I say that? Because Holly Weird and these other folks want you to just lay off this stuff, Mel Gibson and Caviezel. Lay off this child, 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 child. We don't want you to talk about it. Because you're talking about child and puberty blockers and child and trans and child and and uh, drag shows and child and child and child and child, and child. We just want you to stop it. We want to eliminate the notion of childhood. Childhood used to be known as innocence, protection. Their children, bless the beast and the children. Remember this, uh, the carpenters, wonderful song. Women and children, you know the first children. God bless the child, Billy Holiday. You know all all these things. We want to eliminate that. And the best way to eliminate this is to crush anybody who dares to break through in the media with some idea that children deserve your special attention and deserve um, protection and that children are being unfairly targeted. So what we do is we call them crazy. And we call them as part of some kind of a weird ritualistic conspiracy something or other for daring daring to intimate, suggest, or otherwise imply that children are involved in sex trafficking, even though everybody, like I said for the millionth time, from the UN to the DA to the Justice Department to you name it, they have special divisions. There are divisions, Interpol, name it. Are these people imagining this? 
do these writers from Rolling Stone and others, do they, are they aware of this? Maybe they should write a story about how these crazy governmental conspiracy theorists have this lunatic idea that somehow kids are, are sucked up into this thing called trafficking. You wouldn't do that, would you? No. Because these people don't think they get away with murder. Literally, figuratively, and they, they're just with impunity. But you know what? Something's happening here. Something's changing here. People are really, they've had it. And the best thing they could have done is ignored this. Don't say a word about it. But they couldn't do that. No, 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 no. This was too, they had to do that. They were snarky, trolling, mean. They had to do this. Vile anger. There was a guy one time, I'll never forget, who big, 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 big shot. Big shot. You've seen this. Uh, I'm not going to relitigate it again, but um, there was a. Hang on, let me see. Uh, da, da, da. Remember this? James Gunn fired from Guardians of the Galaxy over a series of terrible social media... Oh, my God, these terrible... Remember these horrible social media... Well, that's all forgotten. That was then. That was then. I don't understand. I understand a lot of stuff. And I swear to God, I have a sense of humor that sometimes has gotten me into a lot of trouble. And I think there sometimes there are things that are really funny. Really funny that are... Sometimes dark, like you, but really irreverent. But kids? No. How do you have so many people who find it so funny? Remember remember that... This is a one. Where was this? Uh, hang on. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, let me see. There was... Oh, here we go. Uh, remember Sarah Silverman years ago and Patton Oswalt? And they, they thought it was real funny to joke about kids. And I don't understand it. I don't understand. It was like, it's not funny. And when you're in that world and you start hanging around, you say, well... I can come up with a joke like that too. I can come up with a joke, and if that's a way, listen. If, the, if 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 that's what's funny, and if that's what I got to do to get a job, then by God, I'll 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 do the same thing, and I'll say the same thing, and I'll. This has been going on forever. All those people now who are overnight experts in child trafficking, they knew nothing about. It. They didn't care anything about this. They were too busy. This is a. It's a very, very scary thing when people start to think that this is normal. That's all. Well, anyway, dear friends, you have been so good and so kind and so nice. Especially the realty company. I know you got a realty company. Um, where is my thing? Now... Mrs. L. Also, if you really want to thank us, which of course you do, 
She has been so hardcore into this. Wait a minute. Frank says, I wasn't going to rush out to watch Sound of Music Freedom since I haven't gone to the theaters in years, but after listening to the media meltdown of its success, I bought two tickets to a viewing tomorrow. Excellent. And also, pay forward. Pie for somebody to go see it. By the way, this is Mrs. L's YouTube channel. Please, please. Oh, by the way, thank you, Frank, my good friend. This is Mrs. L's YouTube channel. Uh, this is a wonderful... It's so good. And it is it is a 24-7. It's not just for... It's not just about for... And by the way, I don't want to demean... Demean more. I don't want to demean um, the idea of stopping international trafficking. But there's stuff here. You know, years ago, there were all these people... And I think I told you this. There are people who would say, you know, we're going to, we're going to adopt a kid. Oh, somebody, an uh, American kid? No. It was Russian in the old days, and then that was no good. Then we're going, Chinese, of course. We're going to go to Beijing, China. What about an American? No, 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 no. No, an American kid. What a Chinese kid? Why? Well, because we, you know, whatever. It's happening right here. You can't believe. You cannot believe. In Queen, we, we went to one night, we saw, we, uh, there's like, not clandestine, but there's like groups of people who get together and we happen to be a, a, like at a juice bar. Somebody put this up. So it was, it's after hours and all these people are showing up. And this one's traffic. This one, this one was, 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 was. They're all here. And they're picked up here in the, here. Not, not, not in, not in, um, in Medellin, but here. In Queens, it it, it it doesn't. Do you know what the the number of stuff that you see at truck stops? Andrew Morgan says, "Keep on trucking, Lionel." Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> That's for you. Do they still have those truck stop? Uh... Truckers against yeah. yeah truckers against traffic. Truckers were being taught how to notice. Wait a minute. There, there were, there were a girl. When you see, years ago, when I fancied myself as a libertarian, hi, I'm a libertarian. What does that mean? Well, I don't know. It's kind of like an all of the above. You know, but I don't know what they say. I think people should be able to do stuff. I'm a libertarian. Okay, fine. So when I was a libertarian, I used to always say there should be no laws against prostitution. I really thought so. Because it seemed to me, it's like, look, if a woman wants to contract with a man, who are we to tell her that she can't do it? That was the argument then. And if that's the way it was, fine. But it doesn't work like that. It wasn't a woman. It wasn't a woman contracting with somebody who says, now here's the deal. I work Tuesdays. Give me a call. Beat me. Page me. Here's my Venmo. Page me. No. Do you know what would happen if you show up at some parts of I keep saying Queens, but if you showed up and they said, hey, there's a new girl here. Who? You know how this goes. It's like the mob. It's like, are you kidding me? You think you're going to work freelance? I don't think so. And once you are there, you're theirs. And I love the way the black community uh, has 
when I say the black community, the, the black media, uh, the black entertainment community has 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 loved the pimp. I'm gonna pimp my ride. Oh, aren't they nice or funny? I'm gonna pimp. Hey, I'm a pimp. I'm do- I'm uh, you know Snoop Dogg. I'm a pimp. Remember the pimp and um and all the Dirty Harrys. They had once one black actor, and clinics would use them all the time. They put like Drano down this girl's throat and all. That. It was always it had the leather hat. Remember uh, Huggy Bear and whatever these. They, we we romanticize this pimp thing. Like the pimp who doesn't want to, you know, takes care of his girls. Oh, no, 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 no. 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 I don't get this. I don't understand it. And, and how, how in, in urban, why, and I'm sure there are a lot of black women who do it, but it's like, it's, there's, it's, I don't understand this. This, this, this is, this is slavery. The pimp is the slave master. Do I have to spell this out? The irony, the lunacy of this. I don't understand it. So I was one of these people who said, would you legalize it? No, legalize it for the prostitute, for the sex worker, whatever you want to call it. Fix it so that she, and by the way, they take these poor girls and they make them sell the drugs. If they get caught, they got to do the time. They're the ones that are responsible. You should have programs that help them expunge their records for records expunction and that sort of thing. They're just, and once they get into this system, how do you get them out? Do you know what it was, what it's like when you get a young girl who involves herself with this, who the only way she's ever gotten attention in her life is through sexual favors, and you want to, do you know how to disabuse her of that way of thinking? How do you unlearn that? Good luck. So I don't want to hear this crap about we should legalize because you know because of that stupid movie Pretty ba- Pretty Woman. Remember that? I don't know where that came from. It seemed that you're not Oh, Julie Roberts. Oh, she's falling in love and she's the princess. Oh, no, 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 no. There was a Barney Miller one time where there was a woman who was a. I remember uh, Harris. I remember Ron Glass was kind of taken by her and she was a. This well to put together, she says, yes, I have a 401k. And a, oh, my God, that's... All right, enough is enough. That's Mrs. L's. That's Mrs. L's um, uh, YouTube channel right there, please. And also, go see this. Go see it and let's talk about it. Because remember, anything that drives these people crazy, I'm in. I'm in. I've had to suffer far too much because of them. And we want our country back. That's it. All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. Don't ever change it, me that sincerely. We'll see you tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel, 9 a.m. Sorry, 9, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, remember, the monkey's dead. The show's over. And by the way, thank you so much for Frank and Andrew and uh, all of the wonderful, great, great friends, including uh, Frank again. And uh, Lynn, Lynn Shaw Realty, by the way. Lynn Shaw Realty. Uh, it's more than a home. Thank you for that. And also... Uh, Grumpy Mike's Garden Accessories. Thank you for that as well. And John McGuire couldn't get higher. Thank you as well. All right, friends. See you tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. Don't forget the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue ya. Ta-ta.